Welcome to the King Christian and Queen Linda podcast, where our mission is to bring you the latest and greatest information on health, wellness, and everything in between to help you become a stronger and more confident version of yourself. So today we're going to discuss midlife weight gain and how our lives change as we go along the aging process. Because Christian, as you know, people start out with careers, they get married, they have families, and then all the other stresses and things that come along with all those with career and family, right? Now all of a sudden, it's not just about you anymore. You've got to take care of other people that literally depend on you. So now you've got to put your own health on the back burner. Exactly. And to my men over 40, this is when the man boobs happen. This is when you get the gut that you have so much trouble getting rid of. You got the kids running around driving you crazy. The boss needs reports done and they need business deals done. And the wife has to be attended to and you don't have time for yourself. So you eat what you can for sustenance, but you, and you cut out the gym. And that leads to the problem that you see in the mirror every day when you are naked, which is obesity. Yes. And, you know, a lot of the women over 40, over 50 that I talk to, a, a lot of them mimic the same things. You know, they they'll grab their midsection and say, you know, I've got all this I've got all this excess weight here that I never had before. My my butt is saggy. My butt is flabby. I have cellulite. I don't feel great. The back of my arms don't look good. And they have no time for themselves because they're driving their children all over town or you know, they're taking care of other people, other issues. So it really comes down to helping them, our clients, find time that they can take care of themselves and get some time in that busy lifestyle to keep their bodies healthy, fit, and their confidence levels up. Exactly. And it often seems, I'm sure for you guys listening, that you just don't have time. I can't find the time. I can't. I don't. I've got to right. get the kids to practice. I just, I can't. Those are the times that you need to make the time. It's not about finding the time, right? We all have 24 hours. Yep. The most successful people we know that have way more going on, they've got big families, they've got huge companies, they've got relatives and all the same problems that we have. The, the car engine breaks or the tire goes flat and the kids got to be at practice and it all happens at the same time, but right. they manage to get the exercise in. It's all about strategizing your day. It is, right? about, it is about strategizing. And I, you know, I've been there because I, have, I had small children. They're not small anymore, but you know, I remember getting up before they got up in the mornings so I could get some cardio done. You know, I had, I bought a piece of equipment cause I knew that I wasn't going to be able to get to the gym at that time of the morning. So I had something, I had equipment at home and I was able to do it early before everybody woke up. So that's always an option that I suggest to my clients. It might not be ideal. A lot of people don't want to get up a little bit earlier, but it's really one way to make sure that you're at least getting some cardiovascular exercise so you can keep your metabolism working efficiently. Exactly. And it is, it is about making your day more efficient and right. cutting the fat, no pun intended, but yes, uh, in the morning, if you notice you're checking your phone or you're checking Instagram, and us as adults, we do it too, we're just as guilty <laughs> as the kids are, right? Absolutely. But when you wake up, are you hitting the snooze button 10, 20 times? We are all guilty of that too. I've done it. And... Now you are in a rush to get to work versus if you got up 15 minutes earlier, you could have done some bodyweight squats, some hip thrusts, right. some push-ups, push -ups, some sit-ups, right? Yep. Even though that is not an extensive workout, meaning an hour long, it doesn't matter. 
where you are right now, if you're sedentary and you're just trying to figure out how to get started, I need to take my first couple steps, right. you might be saying to yourself, start somewhere. It could be a five-minute walk. That will get the ball rolling, right? You do the thing, then you feel the accomplishment. Yes, I got it done. I start my day off powerfully. And now you crave that. You search for that. Tomorrow, I want that endorphin release, right? So tomorrow, it might be 10 minutes. And again, it could be a walk. It could be a jog. Bodyweight squats. It could be yoga. Whatever you will actually do that you enjoy to get yourself started. But you have to take the time in advance. It could be the night before. I like to do Sundays and plan it out for the plan week. for the week. <clears throat> when are you going to do your workout? How long is it going to be? What are you going to do? Because the less thinking you have to do in the moment, the more action you will take. If you get up and you're like, hmm, what should I do today? Chances are you're going to spend so much time thinking, you're not going to do it, and then it doesn't get done. Right, and then it'll, it'll build on itself too because once you take that five-minute walk, you know what? When you're out there, you're gonna, you'll probably stay out for 30 minutes. Uh, one of the things I like to tell my clients is just get started. Don't put a time limit on it. Just go out. You're probably going to get 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You might be like, you know what? I'm going to go down a little bit more and then I'll turn around and come back. So 15 down, 15 back. Now you've got 30 minutes in and it's done and you feel great. And these things will all build upon themselves, right? Then you may say, you know what? When I get in, I'm going to hit 30 push-ups and I'm going to flip over and hold a couple of planks or something. And you're going to want to do more and more because you're going to get more efficient at it you're going to feel good and it's something that you're going to want to incorporate every day because it's going to give you more energy and it's so important when you have a busy stressful life and you have children and you have a career and you have people at you all day long that you've got to find that time where you can just decompress a little bit and 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 think to yourself this is what i really want Cause it's going to release all those hormones those endorphins and you're going to feel great so it's super important to make sure that you find time for that stuff exactly and Oftentimes, this starts the night before. Right. Right? You make sure that you get to bed on time. Mm -hmm. You keep the kids on a schedule. You get them to bed, no questions asked, even if they mustn't fuss. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but you get them in bed on time so that they are on a schedule. Then you get your butt in bed on so time. you're on a schedule so that you get enough sleep so that you can get up on time in the morning. When that alarm clock goes off, no, 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 no snooze. And right? lay out we your get... clothes, right? Lay out, I, put your, I put my cardio clothes out the night before, and I put my sneakers there. So I know when I roll out of bed, everything's there. I slide into it, and I, I half awake, but I get, you know, I go downstairs and start. Exactly. And you're, you will face resistance. You will <laughs> face resistance. And the resistance is the voice in your head that says, oh, these sheets are so warm. <laughs> and it's dark. Ooh, they it's feel still good, dark right? in the mornings now. And now that it was getting cold, ooh, it's chilly outside. You touch the window cell. You know what? Maybe it's better I stay in here with the heater. No, 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 no. Okay? We fight that urge. You get outside. You take the first couple steps. That feels like you got cinder blocks on your ankles. And then... You sail with the wind, right? Whatever it takes, what, you, you turn on your favorite song. Who right. knows whatever that song something is. That gets you going. Something that exactly that gets you revved up in the morning because you've already gotten that good night of sleep because you got to bed on time, right? Or you should be. And your routine is what turns into your lifestyle, right? These are the habits you develop. Like brushing your teeth. You're not going to skip brushing your teeth every day, and now you'll be you won't skip brushing or skip missing your workouts. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and the big part is that it becomes something that you crave. Right. Some of the other things that we do, like eating food that we love, which we all do, right. meeting up with family, uh, surfing the internet. These are all things that we get a feeling of either accomplishment or just 
um, love or just something that evokes emotion and, and the desire for more of it. And the same thing happens with exercise. Once you start feeling good, you see your body change, it's not going to take as much work. But in the beginning, like with everything else in life, you've got to push past the resistance. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about hormonal changes. So my men, my men over 40, the man boobs, why do they happen? You might wonder, okay, you see yourself in your dress clothes, right? You got the button down shirt on and you're like, oh my God, I'm starting to look like my wife. Why is this happening? (laughs) Right? And that's because... Fat releases estrogen, right? Especially yes, in does. men. And if you put on an excess amount of body fat in a short period of time, that will ramp up your estrogen production. Now remember, every year that you are over 30, in general, there's always exceptions to the rule, but testosterone drops by about 1% per year for the average male. And with a drop, with a testosterone level that is decreasing over time and a sedentary lifestyle, and then you start to eat foods that aren't good for you. You eat the pastry in the morning when you get to work, then you got the cookies uh, in the break room at lunch, and mm-hmm. you come home and you eat the takeout Chinese or the pasta or the blah, 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 fill in the blank. Your body starts to fall further into that spiral of lower testosterone and lower testosterone, and then you're getting less sleep, which lowers testosterone even even more. Actually, a research study that I read showed that men who get 5.5 hours of sleep for, I believe it was six to eight days, showed a drop in testosterone of 10 to 15%. Now, if you're a man at 40 years old, and let's say you're already on the mid to lower range of testosterone, that's a huge drop. And you wonder why you're not feeling that vigor and that thirst for life and that energy that you had when you were 20, right? This is where those habits come into play. So the man boobs will change once you start to do the exercise, you start to eat the healthier foods. And it's not something that you're just stuck with, right? You are a product of your choices. If you choose better, you will feel better, you will look better, you will do better. Right, and and the and the same is true for women too, over forty, over fifty, where you know our ovaries make estrogen, but as we go through menopause and get through it and and beyond it, you know we're not our ovaries aren't making as much estrogen anymore. Fat cells also make estrogen, like you just said. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women will come to me and and put their hands right around their midsection, around their waist, and say. I don't know where this came from because I'm really not doing anything different than I have been, but now I have all this excess around my midsection. Well, that's because your body wants to make estrogen. So now you're storing more fat cells or making more fat cells so your body can make estrogen. And that's where a lot of that midlife around your midsection, hips, butts, thighs, that's where a lot of that fat comes from now because it sits there. And, Mm -hmm. you know, every midlife woman I speak to, that is the number one complaint that I get. Christian, if I, if people said to me, if I had a dollar, I think for every time someone said that to me, I could probably retire because it's such a huge, um, problem with midlife women. And the, and the problem with that is that our metabolism slow down. So, and they're not, they're not exercising the way they should be. They're not eating properly. Again, with small children, you know, those extra bites of mac and cheese or that extra chicken nugget, and if you're doing that day after day, maybe two meals a day, depending on what your children are eating. You know, I had small kids, I get it. Sometimes it's easy to give them something fast, but if you're picking up their leftovers and then sitting down and eating whatever you're eating afterwards, all these calories will add up day after day after day, and then that's where it's gonna show. It's gonna show around your waist, it's gonna show around your butt, it's gonna show around your legs. So it's super important, ladies, that we're vigilant. Again, like what Christian just said, making better choices, getting a good night's sleep, 
drinking water, getting movement, a lot of these things will help alleviate that problem. But if we don't, right, it's just going to compound. Same for men, same for women. So men get the man boobs, but women get all that excess around their midsection. And that's, and that's a big problem. But it can be fixed, can be alleviated. Exactly. And you start where you are, you use what you have, and you do what you can. Right, I've talked to many of men, many men, excuse me, my clients who are generally men over 40, they're businessmen, they're busy, as we've been mentioning, they got families, tons of responsibility, and they say, you know, I, I, well, I, I don't have access to a gym, you know, I'm always on the go, I don't have, it doesn't matter, you don't need a gym, you don't right. need a facility right. to get your exercise in, you can buy, look now, like going through this whole pandemic, People have outfitted their houses with equipment and you don't need much. You can buy adjustable adjustable dumbbells, right? And you can, YouTube, YouTube is a miracle, right? You can look up different workouts to do. You can reach out to health and fitness professionals like myself and Linda, right? Right. And say- A lot of virtual training or a lot of classes you can watch. Exactly. And you can get these things done in your house. So the excuse that I don't have time to get to the gym, turn your house into the gym. All you need is a few kettlebells, maybe some resistance bands. Body weight goes a long way, right? right? It's a matter of it getting does. it done. It's it's more important that you do something mm-hmm. and you are consistent rather than having the perfect scenario because perfection is never the case. It's never perfect. Even when we go to the gym, things always come up. Oh, I, I got there a half hour later. Uh, whatever, you know, fill in the blank, right? But you set yourself up for success when you create your surroundings that are conducive to what you want to achieve. You take You go to the fridge, Look in the fridge, and even again, if you're not sure what the perfect, quote-unquote perfect, because there is no perfect, what the perfect foods for me to eat to burn fat and and get my testosterone through the roof, go in the fridge, get rid of the things that you know we all have foods that we feel guilt when we eat them, right? You get up at 9 p.m. Ooh, that ice cream. Something about that Ben and Jerry's. Something's calling me in the cabinet. Ooh, right? There's something in that cabinet that's oh calling my, my name. It's saying, eat me. And then you look at the container and you're like, the serving size <laughs> yeah. says half a cup. Yeah. Well, my serving size is when the spoon scrapes the bottom of the container. Right. Right? And then you go to bed saying, oh, oh I shouldn't, shouldn't have eaten that. that. Yeah, it was good. But then a week later, you're like, oh my God, I'm three pounds heavier. I wonder how that happened Mm -hmm. because you ate the ice cream that you left in the fridge and you might lie to yourself and say, oh, well, it's for the kids. The kids haven't touched it. You're the only one that got through it and you finished it. So going through your pantry and just getting rid of the things that you know shouldn't be there. The foods that you know. Like I know I can't can't keep like tortilla chips and things because I'm a crunchy salty, so I don't keep it in the house. Mm Unless I know I'm going to allot for it in my in my daily calories, then I'll, I'll have some and then they're gone. But, um, you know, getting back to the exercise piece, too, I think if you have smaller kids, there's things that they can do with you. If they see you working out, it's habits that you're instilling in them so they can see you doing that. You and I, Christian, have talked about our dads, right? I know when I was a kid, my dad would get up at like five in the morning during the week before work and he would put down his towel in the family room floor and he would do push-ups and he would do sit-ups and some other things that he would do. But I remember him doing that and it, it's in my brain. And I think that might be one reason why I'm wired to get up at 5, 5.30 a.m. to do some cardio before I start my day. So I remember that and your kids will remember that stuff too. So set good examples for them because it'll spill over into the into them and how they remember things when they start to become adults, right? You said your dad used to do, you remember your dad doing things in the morning. Exactly. And Linda just brought up an amazing point. This is 
Oh, a thank, huge point. Thank you. <laughs> huge, right? And this is something to really, really consider. And we're going to get into this in future podcasts about goal setting and actually yeah, making sure that you have the emotional investment behind the goals to make sure that you continue to pursue. But sometimes you have to make the goal bigger than yourself, right? right? Sometimes when you tell yourself, oh, I'd love to lose five pounds, that's not enough of, a, of an incentive. But then a person might go to the doctor and the doctor says, listen, if you don't get in shape now, you are going to die. Right. Your blood pressure's high, you are pre-diabetic, you are going to die. Do you understand me? Do you want to see your daughter walk down the aisle? Do you want to play with your grandkids? Change something or you will not be around. And people tend to change, right? And before when it was, oh, it's so hard for me to, wait, I'm going to die. Okay. Yeah. And then they lose the weight they because now there's, there's emotion motiv- behind right. it. And there's a motivator too. Correct. So remember, give your kids the opportunity to see you doing something great, right? If you start eating healthy, you're just going to naturally have healthier food around the house. They're going to see you doing that. Oh, mommy, daddy, why are you, why are you eating that? And then they start eating it. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And you, you explain to them, Hey, you know, this is how you eat to be big and strong and for, uh, to feel good and to fight off illness. Look at now. Everyone's concerned with health now, right? right. Yep. It's all about COVID and, and, and all the, and, and don't sneeze and get a cold and get it, you know, right. all, all the things your now. Antioxidants, eating the right exactly. foods to keep your immune system strong. It starts with the food you eat on a daily basis and the activities you do. And if your kids see you're going outside, you're getting your walks in, you're exercising. And it's even easier for them to model after you if you're exercising in the house. This is why you don't have to go to the gym, right? Well, not, not this is why, but this would be another benefit of you outfitting your house with a couple pieces of equipment that would not wouldn't even cost you that much money you know go somewhere like ebay and get some used stuff who knows you know but uh, uh there's nothing stopping you except for your own mind well and it's, oh. so so if you're really really invested in or if you truly say that you want to change yourself you have to Start somewhere and sometimes thinking about your family and what's best for them is what will get you to change. You think to yourself, I do want to see my kids have grandkids. I do want to walk my son, daughter down the aisle, whatever it might be. I don't want to have a heart attack and leave my family with nothing, right? If your health is compromised, you cannot be the provider anymore. You can't save your family from what could destroy them, right? What's happening in the economy, what's happening in the environment. So remember that the better you take care of yourself, the better position that you're in to take care of those that you love. Right. And and being proactive about your health is something I, I, I preach a lot. Being proactive versus reactive about your health. So don't wait for that diagnosis. Don't wait for the doctor to walk in with the look on his face because he's got bad news. Like take charge of your health now. Because I tell my midlife women, I say, look, you have two doors, right? Door A, door B. Door A is you're going to march through your midlife, healthy, good, strong. You're not going to be one of those elderly people you see hunched over on a walker or in a wheelchair or with a cane. That's not going to be you. But door B is going to be in and out of doctor's offices, taking prescription drugs now, joint issues, digestion issues, lots of things that can happen. So which path do you want to go down? You know, being in your early 50s, mid 50s, late 50s, is so young, especially in the time that we're living in now. It's extremely young. And there's no reason why you should say things like, well, it's just my lot in life. I'm getting old. This is how it's supposed to be. Joints, this, that. But that's not how it's supposed to be at all. It's only because we take, and we in general, take crappy care of ourselves. 
And then we just, and then all of a sudden now we get a diagnosis that we don't like and we have to be reactive about it where we can be proactive about our health and make better choices and, and not have to deal or hear any of those words uttered to us. Cause I know I don't want to, I definitely don't want to hear that. And I want to take as best care of myself as I can. Do I want to have things I can, I enjoy? Absolutely. But when you get to a place where, you know, you're in, you're in decent shape, your metabolism's working great. You can, you can indulge once in a while and it's not going to be a big deal. So it's not a life of never having things you want to have ever again. That's not it at all. It's just that I would say 80, 85% of the time you need to be on so that the few times that you're off, it's not going to throw you off the reservation. So it's just setting up good, good habits now and being proactive. Exactly. And the best time to start is right now. You're listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I got to get to the gym. I got to get in shape. Okay. I'm going to change my life. It's great to say it, right? It's great to say it, but are you going to do it? It's all about action and execution. Words are nothing. Talk is cheap. Will you take action today? And don't do the, I'll start Monday because you won't. Right? And the problem with starting Monday is that you give power to Monday. So if something happens on Monday that throws you off schedule, oh, well then I'll start tomorrow or the next week, right? Right. Four weeks go by. Well, what happened when you said you were going to start last week, Mm -hmm. right? You give power to that Monday. Give yourself the power today. Start right now. As soon as you're done with this podcast, when you get to your next location or when you get home tonight, go for a five minute walk. Doesn't matter. Right. Just even when you're in your dress shoes, I mean, I gave you respect if you got some loafers on and you go for a five minute walk. (laughs) Might not be comfortable, but just get the ball rolling. Right. All right. And with that, we have a ton more topics that we will be talking about as time goes on, guys. uh, But today has come to a close. I know. And I hope that you enjoyed this. And we have so many more amazing nuggets of information for you guys. And we want you to tune in to us weekly. Thank you for joining us. We release a new podcast every Thursday, so make sure you tune in. To contact us, visit our websites, relentlessfitnessandnutrition.com and lindamstevens.com. Also, visit our YouTube channel, King Christian and Queen Linda. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. See See you you next time. time.